Welcome to the Land Jam Podcast, a semi-friendly discussion between two blokes on watches, cars, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, Tommy and Sanjeev. Welcome to the Land Jam Podcast, episode 45, interview with Nick of the Our Time Show. Hey, Nick, thank you so much for joining us. It's, uh, it's a real honor for us. Uh, you know, I, it is, this is a, it's very rare that we have watch royalty on the podcast. So uh, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a banner day for us. I don't know about royalty, but yeah, I, I appreciate it. Thank you for reaching out. And yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here and uh, you know, happy to talk watches or uh, whatever, I suppose. But yeah, thank you for the invitation. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I think first off, you know, I just want to say I've been listening to the Our Time podcast for, for years now through its many iterations. Um, it had a bit of a hiatus, but it's back and it's back. Uh, is it every Monday? Uh, yeah, we try to do every Monday. And if we can't get an episode out on a Monday, we'll try to run a, a rerun, uh, which is kind of a, a custom bespoke intro. But yeah, every Monday morning, uh, it literally publishes at 5 a.m. Eastern because I'm like, That'll be good for people's commutes and so on and so forth. So yeah, every Monday morning. It's a great idea. That's and, a very and, strict regiment. I mean, I, I'm sure Tommy dreams of this in our podcast. If we could do one once a month on schedule, that would be amazing. <laughs> it's usually it's, it's not easy because there are definitely, you know, we usually record on Friday afternoons. Uh, and you know, we, depending on the week, there is a varying level of preparation that we do for the podcast, which may be apparent on some episodes, uh, and others, uh, but it, to do it week in week out, it's, it, you know, we're not exactly like Cal Ripken Jr., but there are some weeks when I'm like, I, I don't really want to record. I have nothing to say. Uh, but we try to at least hop on the mics and talk about something. Yeah. Yeah. And are are you the main... That's, that's I was going to say, are you the main impetus behind the show, Nick? I mean, are, uh, did you bring it back? Kind of. I did. I, I brought it back in in a way, like like you said, the the hour time hour time show had been around for a while, uh, several years before me. I know John did it with Ariel Adams, and then Victor did it with uh, some other guy whose name escapes me. Uh, but I I've been fe- I've been friends with John Biggs uh, since college. Uh, he was my very first boss uh, at Gizmodo. Oh, wow. okay. Uh, wow. The website Gizmodo. I started at Gizmodo. I went to NYU for journalism, uh, which I would not recommend kids today go to journalism <laughs> school. Uh, but I went to NYU for journalism, uh, and in December two thousand five, I got an. In, uh, you know, it was called on paper an internship at Gizmodo, uh, and yeah. John was my first boss. And he quickly we quickly became friends. I just thought he was a funny guy, and he He's took so stuff. Funny. Yeah. He took stuff seriously enough, but not like deathly seriously, where like everything is like, you know, so very important. So I, I kind of appreciated that. Uh, and so, you know, I've worked with him on and off, uh, I mean, basically since December 2005. Uh, and then kind of what happened was in late 2019, I started getting the watch itch, uh, I guess for the first time in my life, really, because I knew he was always into watches. I remember being in college being like, yeah, John, who cares about watches? This is ridiculous. I know what time it is. <laughs> uh, and he's like, yeah, yeah, come back to me in a couple of years. And, and you know, sure enough, he was right. Uh, he's he's yeah. invariably right. He's often right about basically <laughs> everything. I really looked at him as like a like a older brother uh, figure. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, so uh, fast forward late 2019, started getting into watches and then some sometime into 2020, uh, this is in like the depths of the pandemic. I was like, hey, John, 
can I do some writing for your site? Uh, you know, I got nothing else, you know, well, I do have stuff to do, but like, can I do some writing in, in my spare time? He's like, yeah, sure. Uh, and I was like, oh, well, do you guys want to start the podcast again? Because I saw you guys were doing it. Uh, you know, it seems like you've stopped. I kind of want to get into audio editing just to kind of like have that on my resume, uh, just know how to do that professionally. And he's like, yeah, sure. sure. If you if you handle the production, uh, I could talk for 30 minutes. Uh, and so that was basically the genesis of version, wow. uh, I guess, version three of this, me just asking him if you wanted to do it. So that's basically, uh, that's basically what happened. And, and you're, you're, I mean, 2019 is pretty recent to be collecting watches. So you're, you're fairly new into the hobby. I mean, it's not yeah. like we go way back either. So like, you know, we're also still relatively new, but yeah, um, no, I, 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 I very, it's very obvious. I know the least amount of watches of the three of us on the <laughs> podcast. I, I still think I'm pretty new. I don't know what like the, the curve here is, but yeah, I, I learn stuff uh, almost literally every day. There is a ton. I don't know. I, I, I don't feel, uh, you know, that this bad. I enjoy learning about new stuff. Uh, and I do think that's kind of why the show works. You know, I, I think it's a fun listen. I mean, you know, the I world do, is yeah. a kind of crazy world. So I do like to think that we add some levity and some, some fun and humor to yes. what can be kind of a very stuffy hobby. Uh, I, I now know, uh, and you know, John is an expert. Victor's an expert. They have different like levels of expertise and and like backgrounds and stuff. And I'm kind of like the new guy who was like, oh, these things are still cool. Oh, oh I didn't know. I didn't even know that brand existed. Oh, I'd never even heard of that thing. So I kind of add, you know, whatever that is to the show. I kind of add common the, man. Yeah, the, kind of the new, the new to the game. The new like it's all still shiny and new to me. Whereas John is more like he's seen everything and he's like, I he's don't so care jaded. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Nick. Um... What was, you know, in 2019, you said you started getting into the, the Walsh realm. What was yeah. the one moment that like sparked just like, hey, this is actually a very, very cool watch or, you yeah. know, like was there one moment or one watch yeah. that really got you in? There was def there definitely was a moment. I was watching uh, The Man in the Iron Castle on Amazon. Obviously, that's a, a, a novel adaptation. Uh, and the main character had on a Flieger which I had no idea that that word existed when I was watching the show. Uh, so I, I just kind of Googled like, you know, whatever that character's name was, you know, watch or whatever. And it yeah. took me to some message board. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was watch you seek. I, I, I don't know now, uh, but it was people basically saying that like, oh, we don't know what that exact model is, but that's definitely a Flieger. Uh, you know, these companies make them yada yada. And I was like, okay. So I, then I just went to like Amazon and typed like Flieger. Uh, and and bought a citizen, which I still have. Uh, just a citizen kind of flieger, I guess. Uh, their eco drive. So that was the very first uh, like watch of this kind of you know uh, era, I suppose. And it's funny, but I look at yeah. pictures of me as a kid. I always had watches. I didn't even think of them, but like I had like the Burger King watch. I had uh, in high school. <laughs> I actually found it recently. I have uh, some Skagen courts thing oh, wow. okay. i wore that all through yeah. Yeah, i think I, i'm pretty sure i got it for christmas and i'm sure it cost all of like a hundred dollars or whatever but i wore that every day in high school uh not yeah. knowing anything about the brand or you know not not that there's a lot there i don't think but like i wore that every day in high school so i kind of always had a watch kind of fell away in college because you're i was always part of a laptop always had my my phone or whatever uh but yeah it was it was literally watching the man in the high castle on amazon prime that got me kind of like oh what is what is this stuff about which character was it? Was it was it the girl or was no it the, the main guy? I don't even. I it's John been so Smith, long. Was it the? the I can IMDb like, it. Uh, the main bad guy, like the the, the main good guy, the kid in the beginning. Uh, oh, 
Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, Luke. I stop. Luke, okay. Luke is his name. Joe. Joe Blake. I think is the. Yeah. Joe Blake. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Gotcha. He's, yeah. I, I didn't finish that show. Yeah, I didn't finish it. I I, th- I think I got maybe you know a couple of. I tend not. I'm not a huge TV guy actually. I'll I'll watch no. a couple episodes. I just started watching uh walking dead like three nights ago <laughs> a show from 10 years late <laughs> it is i'm a little behind uh i'm not a huge tv guy uh so oh, I, yeah. I think i saw a couple I'm episodes of boat. it i'm totally in the same boat i'm sending tommy clips of sopranos hey this is a pretty good show uh, that's fine current <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 sand is watching the sopranos through youtube clips okay which is a <laughs> blasphemy for watching the show yeah <laughs> he has no idea what's going on um okay so then where, where did i mean I know yeah. you recently made a big Seiko purchase. So I did, yeah. You're, you're, I could sort of go through the, the yeah, journey wanted, a little bit. Uh, uh, so, always so, has to come down to Seiko in this podcast, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, way around it. <laughs> I'm definitely a fan of Seiko. I'm pretty sure they're my favorite, you know, brand. You know, I'm not I'm not a millionaire. I don't, I don't have money to buy every, like I said on the show many times, I don't have money to buy every Omega that's announced. Uh, you know, I do okay at work, uh, but you know, I don't have ten thousand dollars for every uh, you know, no time to die that drops or whatever. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, so I got that uh, citizen, and that was cool. Uh, a few months later, I don't, I don't know. You know, I think just in talking with John and 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 you know, reading his site more, and then kind of reading other sites because he's had that uh, well, that site, uh, wristwatch review. He's had that site for God, I think since like two thousand four, so almost twenty years. He's had that site wow. online. Uh, and it's it's more or less look the same. It is just kind of a, an old school <laughs> blog. It's just it's yeah. just John and a uh, you know, yeah, it's cool. I like it, and it's funny. It I've I've spoken to other people in the watch media space, and John is a well known guy. He's a well respected guy. John's a legitimate serious journalist, as as kind of like funny as he is. He's been around the block, mostly tech stuff. Uh, yeah. So he's a well-known quantity, uh, but so yeah, so just talking to John, reading his site, reading other sites like, you know, all the all the big guys, Hodinky, uh, Block to Watch, One and Round. I had no idea these sites existed, uh, to yeah. be totally honest with you. But in reading them, uh, what happened was Seiko had uh, pretty much just released the uh, the Seiko Five Sports, the kind of the the Five KX, uh, yeah. the SRPD models. Uh, and yeah. it was the Hodinkee review. I think James Stacy wrote it, and he had there was a photo there of him. He has like a gray uh, sweatshirt or something, and he had the I think it was the SRPD eighty seven. It's kind of the blue uh, with the blue uh, navy NATO strap, and I was like, gotcha. like it clicked for me. I was like, oh, that looks really cool. Where you know, I want that thing. Uh, yeah, and so yeah. I was living in Yonkers at the time. I I my day job. I'm a reporter at Consumer Reports. Uh, and so they're, well, they are based or they were based, we're remote now, uh, but their headquarters is in Yonkers. So I was living in the city of Yonkers at the time. There was a very small jewelry store on like Main Street in Yonkers. And I walked in, you know, knowing nothing. I was like, hello, sir. Do you sell watches here? Basically. And he's like, yeah, you got a watch. Uh, and, he, and lo and behold, he had that exact model, the SRPD 87. I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. Uh, so yeah. I bought it there. I think I paid... I don't know around three hundred dollars, which, you know, to be clear, is not is is not nothing. Uh, so that was kind of yeah. a big like uh, purchase, and I, I was like so happy. I was like, this is this is so neat. I have the same watch that was just on the, on Hodinkee. I I feel yeah. pretty cool, and I'm like, you know, I'm not like a kid. I'm like thirty three when this is happening. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was kind of the first real watch that I bought, I suppose. Uh, and then after that, you know, I think, and we've definitely talked about this on the show, like. 
you know, I, I feel like you get into watches and then you just buy a bunch of stuff. Uh, they're yeah. not even necessarily like very nice. You know, they're not bad. They're fine. But like, you know, at some point I had like, you know, maybe literally like 15, like $300, like, oh, like what am okay. I, like, what are you doing? Like, what am I? So I've sold a yeah. lot of those stuff on eBay. You didn't uh, buy you like know. the entire... 5kx line when you mentioned no 15. no no I just, just just that blue one uh but i what else did i buy from sick i bought some i bought a samurai uh which i don't even wear uh yeah. I, so samurai Same. i bought i have one i never wear i have yeah oh, really i'm like the only one i guess wears a bit amongst the three no i love my i find samurai. it a bit big i find it a bit it's big. a bit that's my problem yeah. yeah that's the thing i've mentioned on the show i have fairly small wrists so like six and a half inches Same. give or take yeah. so it's like Same. you know you kind of look kind of look silly depending on what you're wearing so i bought a bunch of a bunch of stuff uh i'm trying to think before this seiko that i just bought the other day uh what was the probably the nicest one in my collection otherwise would be the hamilton khaki field mechanical i have the white dial one uh that came oh, on the green okay. nato strap uh nice. i i you know I, whatever that caused but that was probably like the nicest like you know brand heritage and so on and so forth that i had in my collection and a bunch in addition to yeah you know, i have islanders uh from the guy long island watch uh yep. i yep. love his youtube channel was big and me kind of like yeah, he, yeah, you know, he doesn't know me from Adam, uh, but uh, I like this channel. I, I think his prices Mark. were, yeah, Mark, Mark, were basically fair. It was cool to support an, a New York guy or whatever. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I have a couple Islanders. So yeah, I have a, I have a lot of a lot of stuff. But like like I've said, I've tried to like slow down and like buying every like three hundred dollar thing that you see. Because <laughs> what happens is you're on Reddit. Thoughtful. You're on watch you yeah. seek you're on all the all the social media and you're on you're on youtube it's like oh well i can't afford a daytona but what looks like a daytona so you're on aliexpress it's a whole <laughs> it's a whole thing so i try to be more yeah. thoughtful nowadays and and try to either save up or just like kind of pump the brakes or whatever but but yeah that was the the one i bought the other day i forget the model name offhand but it was the uh one of the new seikos i think it came out about a year ago the uh the 65 mass i say 65 mass i don't know how you're supposed to say that but the reissue the 62 mass yeah 62 but yeah yeah it's the yeah. it's the brown dot it's kind of gilt uh brown gold accents uh i'm oh, kind I of a, I know which one yeah, yeah i'm kind of yeah, a big yeah. fan it's of a beautiful the, watch the gilt aesthetic yeah and it's got the cool kind of nato with this uh i forget the name but it's it's some japanese technique with the way they weave the uh the fabric for the nato oh, wow. it's it it's kind of neat well it's pretty neat i think uh Are that you is doing definitely like a like an in-depth review on wristwatch review? Uh, uh, I don't think so. I don't think I've written anything and I haven't taken any picture. I probably should do that uh, because it is, and I did, I think I explained one of the recent episodes. This was about a thousand dollars. It was like 980, you know, in change. Yeah. And to me, that's dude, I spent like a good three days. Like, should I spend this money? I don't know. That's a lot for a watch. <laughs> I literally sit at my desk all day. It doesn't really matter, but I'm like, you know what? I haven't really Perfect. bought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically that's what I said. I haven't, I haven't bought anything in a while. Uh, you know, I do, you know, I obviously have the money saved up, but it's more, it's just like, it's just crossing that mental, like, Am I going to yes. spend a thousand dollars in a watch? Like the process uh, of elimination here. Yeah, like, yeah. And I, and I know I see folks like, oh, it's a thousand dollars Seiko. Why would you spend? And it's like, yeah, I get it. That's true. But it is, it is, you know, far and away the nicest Seiko that I own. The oh, yeah. the fit and finish is is uh, is it worth a thousand? I mean, I paid a thousand dollars, and I feel like that's fair, I guess. Uh, yeah. But it is definitely a higher quality than like the SRPD. Yeah. 
uh, that for I sure. got at the jewelry store. For sure. So I mean, they're at every different price point. You can get an appropriate Seiko, whether you yeah. want to spend hundred thousand dollars or you know fifty dollars. And yeah, yeah, like yeah. that Marine Master Tommy that you have. Um, the Marine Master was it the two hundred, the blue? I have the two hundred, which is like a seven hundred dollar watch, but it's it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, for I've within that, that range, watch. it's a great watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, within that range. And I've and I, the first comment because I wore it um, in person, and I was like, Tommy, this is worth. This this feels more than seven hundred dollars, you know. Yeah, like they went above their their weight with this one, so I feel the same way can be said with the um, the sixty two mask we issue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's funny. There was and I, I, again to keep well. Uh, I'm sure we mentioned it on the podcast. There was an interview with uh, whoever the Seiko CEO was in the Financial Times, I think last summer, and he kind of laid yeah. out the new strategy where he's like. We need to get over the the idea that Seiko is a value brand and that Seiko makes good, cheap watches. We want to make watches that people want to pay for, uh, which yeah. is obviously you know, that's their prerogative. They can run their company. Now, obviously, you know, folks online were they still complain. You know, things are expensive. You know, it used to be a better value. You know, back in the day, and that's one of the stories that John always tells. Like the price of watches, like not even that long ago, like fifteen the years monster. ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah He's like fifteen years ago, you could walk into a store and buy a, a sub for you know seven thousand or you know, whatever it was. Uh, and I don't, you know. And then another topic we discussed is like, is this like the Instagram hype cycle? Is this just like what is what is why are watches like hot? Uh, all of a sudden, maybe it's insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh, is there an aspirational watch for you that you, you're thinking maybe not like a Daytona, yeah. but like in the next five to 10 years, I'd like to get X. Is there something I kind of like the, the Grand Seiko snowflake. I think that's, that's oh, a, yeah. a pretty neat watch. Uh, I, yes. I love the dial. I like that. It's, uh, you know, I'm a nerd. I'm always into computers and tech and, and, and Japan. My brother lives in Japan, lives and works in Japan right now. Oh, wow. Uh, so we're all, we're, we're a bunch of big nerds. Uh, and so like the, the idea of like a really exquisitely made like Japanese timepiece is like kind of cool to me, uh, oh, yeah. if nothing else. Uh, but I, I've seen it in person. There was a Seiko, there is a Seiko boutique in Manhattan. I've been there. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. A nice little uh, store. Yeah, it's, it is small. It is small. Uh, I went there one day, yeah, about a year ago, tried it on. I was like, yeah, it, it feels fine on my wrist and it doesn't look too big or whatever. Uh, so that would be a cool one to get. And it's not even that much. I think it's like $5,000 around there, maybe six. Uh, so it's, you know, it's not a Daytona. It's not something ridiculous. So like, so, or but like the finishing is up there, you know, that's oh, no, it's, thing. yeah, it's super impressive. So that would probably yeah. be my, like my realistic, you know, kind of grail watch, I guess. Yeah. Is look, that, I mean, look, like mentally one... you've crossed the path from $1,000 to $5,000 pretty easily. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I was looking at, well, I, earlier uh, yesterday I was looking for like new credit cards for like, well, where I get like a lot of like travel points or whatever. And and the gimmick with the cards is like, well, if you spend $4,000 in the first three months, they'll give you like 100,000 miles or whatever. So I'm like, well, that's great. I just need to find, uh, I can very easily spend $4,000 <laughs> in, in one pop. So I'm, I'm like looking at what, there is an Oris that came out uh recently the the i think the pro pilot uh it uses yeah. their new at the caliber 400 i kind of like the gray dial version uh Ooh. but that's like uh i think i'm gonna say it's either four or six thousand i forget offhand but like that's a super handsome watch uh I, i'm probably not gonna buy it but like that would be that i would not mind owning that uh you know if i were to try to like get up to four oh, i have to spend four thousand dollars the next three months i would probably uh I, I I don't know maybe another thousand dollar Seiko maybe probably like an Oris or like a Longines Longines makes uh, a couple a couple watches I I, I like I was at a Longines like event uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Navigation Big Eye. Have you ever seen the, the Big, Big Eye? Eye? Yeah. The Big Eye Chronograph. I don't think I've seen that one. Uh, uh, they have a few. They came out with one. A few. Uh, the Marine National. It, it kind of. It looks more or less just like a, a more elevated uh, Hamilton khaki field mechanical. But I kind of like that style. I guess the white dial, uh, kind of yeah. fieldy looking. Um, so maybe that we'll we'll see. But yeah, you, you're to your point. It's like now that that thousand uh, dollar bridge has been crossed, and now I'm just like, yeah. well, why don't why don't I just spend three thousand on this <laughs> on this stupid thing? Ne- so, next thing you know, you're going to be looking at datograph. Yeah, I perhaps, perhaps (laughs) one one day I'll have to. So, so Nick, I mean, you you kind of touched upon like you know your style of watches that you like. So, kind of like fieldy white dial watches. Is that something more like tool oriented, or you just like anything? no, there's zero tool aspect to this. I sit in front of a computer all day. Uh, I'm in Google Docs or Gmail, basically. So there's no tool aspect here. I am I'm a fan of of kind of like the look. I guess I I do like field watches. I like divers too. I got like I said, I've got like a bunch of those three hundred dollar divers from mm-hmm. from you name a brand. I probably have one of their watches, uh, type of thing. <laughs> so I'm I'm. Those are kind of my two. I guess kind of buckets you know divers like everyone i guess but then i do also kind of like uh the field watches and nick you you do a lot of i mean from listening to you on the podcast you mentioned sea stern and a yeah. lot of the the aliexpress watches what, what what is that like i've never bought a watch from you know aliexpress yeah. or bought a sea stern i mean well what, i've what's been your banned from there? aliexpress <laughs> i'm no longer welcome at aliexpress uh i bought a few of them i i the the way the the kind of the math works in my head is like okay there's the daytona i'm probably not going to afford a daytona i think it looks neat yeah okay yeah. uh does anyone make a daytona-esque watch that i can get for you know a couple hundred dollars invariably yeah. you'll find that on aliexpress from brands who you may or may not have heard of, but it looks more or less like, and, and it's interesting because it's like, and I, I'm pretty sure we've discussed this too. It's like, well, why wouldn't you just get like a replica Daytona? Because that's like a whole, that's because that's fake and that's not real. This is at least like, well, this is kind of a unique design. Maybe <laughs> it's kind of its own come. It's, you know, it's six of dozen yeah. of one, you know, half does the other. Uh, but that's more or less the math. It's like, oh, I kind of want something that looks like that. I really can't afford that, obviously. Let's hop on AliExpress and see. Uh, there's a good Reddit, uh, subreddit, uh, I think called Chinese Watches, where the guys kind of like discuss like, oh, I want, I want, what's a good watch that looks like a sub that I can get for a hundred bucks? Uh, and the, you know, all the guys reply, oh, you could try this, you could try that. So that's a good resource if folks are kind of in that in that uh, bucket. Uh, but yeah. yeah, that's 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 more or less how that works. I bought a few of them. I bought some Daytona looking one. That I sold yeah, about a year later. I bought uh, a one. Uh, what was it? Uh, like Parnas. There's all these brands. It kind of <laughs> it, it kind of looks like the uh, the No Time to Die uh, Omega. Uh, yeah. I again, I had that for about six months. I got rid of it because uh, they're you know the, the problem with these AliExpress watches is that uh, you know if the if the finishing of my the Sega I just bought is like pretty good, the finishing in these are not. And I'm not like a, a huge like. You know stickler for these things but like the loom on the no time to die was just like like 60 percent applied it was like the hand the <laughs> the minute hand was like 60 percent applied of loom i'm like okay this is ridiculous uh so i got rid of that uh but i, I don't know what happened uh this past winter i tried to buy something some something uh, on aliexpress some watch and it it 
it gave me some security errors saying that like my IP was banned or like my account was banned and I need to like give them my driver's license. And I was like, I'm not doing that. So that put an end to the You Ali don't Express trust AliExpress with your driver's license? <laughs> I I guess I don't. Uh, I, I kind of looked at it like a blessing and I was like, all right, I, this will just, this adds enough friction to buying yet another $200 piece of junk basically. So I was like, all right, I'll just take this as a sign from the gods to, the to just kind of put a stop to this. Yeah. So, yeah. I've but actually again, heard. Sorry, go, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead no, I was just going to say, you can't go wrong. I was just looking up like the Oris Pro Pilot, the, the new one, the Caliber 400. Yes, yes, yes. Space. That's a very beautiful watch. I must say. Yes. No, it's super, it's super nice. Yeah. It, it, I think it was just announced maybe a couple months ago. Yeah. That, that's. Yeah. That would be nice to have. And now it's like, it's, it's, it's again, it's like, I think I fell into the same trap that basically every, or a lot of folks who get into watches fall into, you yep. get into it, you buy a bunch of stuff, you end up with like a, a drawer filled with stuff. You, there are only so many days in a week uh, that you yeah. just don't wear and you kind of yeah. sell off your collection and maybe you, you build a more thoughtful collection. That doesn't necessarily mean that you need to spend $5,000 on each watch, but maybe you would be better off with a nice $1,000 watch than like 10 $100 watch. Like you probably would be better with, with that nice $1,000 watch than 10 $100 watches. You know, I, I obviously yeah. have a bunch of $100 and they're fine and they're good and they have the uses, but like you don't, you don't need to be overwhelmed with, with all this stuff basically. Yeah. I was going to ask about the Sea Stern. Is, do you have the Captain Willard? The Captain Willard. Diner? No, is that, I have. Is that the one you got? Well, I I have. Uh, no, my Zaystern is. It's kind of the Doxa. Uh, oh, I see. The Doxa okay. look alike, and I do have a Heimdaller uh, Willard uh, look, which I which I put on the site. That was one of the first stories I wrote. John was like, "I don't want that stupid watch on my site." Well, I was like, "John, who cares? <laughs> this is a you know." So he let me put it on there. Content. Uh, yeah, yeah. It and dude, it's just content. That that's more, you know, I come that is basically my philosophy as as someone a professional in online uh, content, I suppose. It's just a story on a website. People will forget about it in two days. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh so yeah, I have yeah, I have the kind of the docs that look alike and then the Willard look alike. Gotcha. And is there a recent release that you're really kind of excited about? I mean, I know the 5KX GMT. I know Sanjay yeah. and I were really excited about it. Um, yeah. You know, and then you guys had like an emergency podcast yes. to cover it. Yeah, we did. We, that was just kind of a fun. That was like a two, you know, the behind the curtain was we were not going to be able to record that Friday anyway. So I was like, and I guess that was a Wednesday night. So I was like, well, let's just record it now. Victor, are you free? And he's like, yes. Uh, and so we, we just we just talked about it. Uh, I I uh, not a huge GMT guy. I don't think I own any GMTs. John's the big GMT guy. Victor likes them. I've never owned one. Uh, I'm not saying I dislike them or you're dumb if you like them. I just have never owned one. Uh, and I don't know that that one necessarily grabs me. I, I, I laughed when John was like, yeah, I'll get it. You know, who cares? It doesn't, nothing matters, you know, as he would say. Uh, <laughs> As far as recent releases that have kind of caught my eye, I, I think that I think it was just that Pro Pilot one, uh, and there was I think it was I th may have it in a tab actually. There was a and there's a brand I don't know anything about Braymont. Uh, <laughs> that's the kind of thing. It's like there's so many things I don't know. There was a Braymont that was announced uh, I guess yesterday. The uh, Superman wa uh, Waterman Apex. It's a it's a diver, but it's kind of blue yeah. and kind of funky looking. Uh, it's a, that's it, a great brand, by the way. And, yeah. and the Braymont Boutique is right by the Grand Seiko Boutique. So you could go from one to the other. 
you know. Okay, yeah. In, so in Manhattan, yeah. Uh, you know, notes to my future self. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so that was that was that's one that was literally announced the other day. And I'm like, oh, that looks kind of cool. You know, am I gonna buy it tomorrow? Probably not. Uh, but yeah. just in terms of like a yeah, mental note, I I kind of like that one, and maybe we'll talk about it. Uh, I guess this week on the pod. So, Sanj had a bugaboo with the with the Seiko Five GMT because it's not a traveler's GMT, right, Sanj? Yeah. Uh, did I say that? I can't remember even myself saying that, but yeah. Um, because it's not it's not a what 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 you call a true GMT like you 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 have to... that was for the uh, that was for the uh, Tudor the one that they release the Explore Two um, kind of Tudor. No, that's because of the third bezel in that one. But but the the Seiko Five uh, GMT the you don't set the local time first and then the second oh, time oh yeah it's, you yeah. you you set that hand independently so it's not a true you know traveler's what? gmt yeah. yeah yeah you know what for 500 bucks i'll let that slide you know i think it's you can't nice get too deal. picky right yeah, that was one of the things that i had no idea until victor was like oh it's a traveler it's a call i was like i don't know what you're talking about uh, it, it's <laughs> i i know there's a gmt hand i know that shows another time zone i didn't know that there were like proper or improper ways to set that hand i was like and then he explained it and i was like okay i guess that makes sense to me that wouldn't that doesn't that's not that big of a it's deal to deal me breaker. but but but, yeah. but i get you know i'm not i'm not here to to hate on the watch guys they have the way they like things and that's fine too so yeah and no, so i mean it's what a fine is, series yeah i mean you can't go wrong it's with really that, attractive but. it's really attractive for the price i mean i i can't imagine a better gmt at that price level yeah that and, kind and of finishing of that look yeah I would like to see Seiko proliferate like the, the complication to their other lines, you know? I think, you know, yeah. maybe an Alpinist GMT, for example, would be kind of cool. It'll kind of suit the character of the watch. Yeah, no, I agree. I, that was one of the things we talked, it's like, uh, you know, will Seiko kind of white label this movement? Will we see kind of third parties, the micro brands use this in their own design? That would That would be neat, kind of a medium term development. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, you know, they haven't said anything one way or the other, I don't, I don't think, uh, but that would be cool. Yeah. And so besides Seiko, is there a brand that really gets you excited, Nick? I mean, overall yeah. offering? Uh, I'll answer that a couple of ways. I, I would say I, I kind of don't get the Rolex love. Uh, I'll answer that opposite wise, I guess. There's not a whole out there in Rolex land that uh, is really super appealing to me. I, I, I like the date just, uh, yeah. but like this, you know, the, uh, I don't know. There's something about Rolex. What about the kind GMT? Of, GMT Masters? something, nothing? I don't know. It's just kind of boring to me. And, and I, and I think that's another like watch thing. It's like, Oh, Rolex. I'm not saying Rolex stinks. I'm just saying, I'm not necessarily sure that it would be my go-to if I had, you know, $10,000, uh, to buy a watch, I would probably go to Omega first or Grand Seiko. Uh, I like a lot of the Longines stuff. Uh, like I said, what else? Yeah, I think those are probably... I like Oris too. Uh, they have a couple of divers in it. The Diver 65 yeah. it would probably, you know, like I said a minute ago, like, oh, I'm trying to get this new credit card to get a bunch of points. That would be... The Diver <laughs> 65 would be a good, like, $2,000 dent to that $4,000 minimum uh, that they're looking for. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I have a couple kind of like you know other brands that I'm into, but I you know as as I feel like I, I feel like I need to represent the nerds out there. It's like I and it's funny I was uh, I played video games my whole life, and I was like, where did I 
like I know the brand Seiko. Like I like my dad was not like a watch guy. And that's the other thing you read like um this is my grandfather's watch. I I don't have a grandfather's watch. I don't have a <laughs> I don't have any of that stuff. Uh I saw Seiko in Gran Turismo is where I saw Seiko in in the the, what? the, the timing. Really? That's where I first I'm almost certain that's why I was first exposed to Seiko. I think it was Gran Turismo 2 they debuted, you know, you 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 race, you get the time at the end of it. There's the big Seiko logo at the bottom. And I, oh, I think I read an interview okay. somewhere where where they explain what the you know what the deal was between Sony and Seiko but I'm almost certain that was my first exposure to like this thing called Seiko that has something to do with time uh, you know I would have been you know 12 13 or whatever uh, so that that's kind of my exposure to to that brand and so yeah I I, I feel a real affinity for the brand and, and uh, you know I feel like a lot of watch people that is their their yeah. brand you know uh I know James Stacy at Hodinkee's a big fan. You can go to the Watch You Seek forums. Like Seiko is very highly represented uh, among kind of like regular people. You know, maybe yeah. maybe one day I'll have an AP. Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, but as far as like regular folks, I feel like Seiko because, like we said earlier, it's like they make whatever your budget is. They have a nice watch for that budget, and that that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I hundred percent agree with that. And and yeah, Tommy and I are big fans. I just like to rib on Tommy because. He always tries to find a way to insert a Seiko. I'll topic. shoehorn Seiko in if I can. Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll talk about Rolex, and I'm like, no, no, actually, I want to talk yeah. about Seiko. <laughs> well, in terms of like you know content and the internet, it's like Seiko's Seiko's like Apple. It's like, well, if you put, if you put an Apple story on your website, people will read it because people read about Apple. Uh, yeah. People read about Seiko. People read about low, you know. If you put a story, you know, I'm not going to name. If you put a lesser known watch <laughs> brand, uh, yeah. that people may not read it, even though it's a cool watch. It's so you know, I I, I don't know if that comes up on the, the big sites. story, for example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Part it was fine, like all or, or the Zeist. You know, it's like is 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 Hodinkee going to do a big feature on Zeist? Probably not. It's not in their DNA. Uh, but yeah. like. Uh, yeah, just in terms of like brand awareness and like what's what's a no a known kind of thing. Yeah, I, I feel like Seiko's way up there. It's the it's the entry drug for everybody to get in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nick, uh, could I, I know our time is actually in the process of doing a its own watch design. Could you talk about that project and yes, how people can I, sign up and. Yes, I could talk a little a little bit about it. We're uh, John has kind of had it in his mind for a while now to create uh, his own watch or the site's own watch, uh, kind of affectionately known as the Cholex, the Chinese Rolex. Uh, that's just kind of you know a, a joke name. But the idea is to create our own watch. Uh, I believe we had the guy from Scottish Watches on a f little while ago, several months ago, and he was kind of like, "Yeah, it's easy. You just got to do it." And so that kind of we're like, really? Okay. So we started looking into a little bit more. Uh, we're still in the early stages. Like we're literally still like messing around with like the designs in, in Adobe Illustrator. So we don't have any prototypes yeah. or whatever. Uh, but you could just go to the site. I, I'm not sure if it's pinned right now, but I, I could I could send you guys a link. Uh, we're basically at the we stage. Yeah. yeah, we're basically at the stage where like, if you would be interested in buying this watch, with the design as it exists today, you know, click here, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't, uh, you know, uh, mean you have to buy it. That doesn't obligate you to do anything. It just kind of signals interest so that we can be like, okay, is there, you know, I forget offhand the number of people that, I don't know if it's a hundred or, or whatever it is, but we need to meet a certain number of people where it's like, okay, we have, you know, let's say a hundred people who are kind of into this. That's enough to take the next step of like, 
contacting the factory and seeing seeing what the next uh the next part of that process is so we're still at that like do you do you like me yes or no <laughs> stage <laughs> stage of the design process uh so yeah in early days i think it would be neat like i i'm not involved at all it is mostly victor uh, i think it's basically yeah. entirely victor who's designing it and kind of you know john's the editor john gets to say yes or no type of thing but it's really victor designing it uh, and uh, I think we're trying to shoot for like it wouldn't be more than like four or five hundred dollars. So, you know, uh, it's funny now. Sega has the you can't really you can't surpass the the Seiko price now for their for their their GMT. But for this Chrono, uh, yeah, I think around there is what we're shooting for. Uh, we we'll see. You know, I, I don't think anything has been like solidified or no 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 contracts have been signed or anything like it is still the early design stage and uh, i think it would be neat i'm happy to buy one uh you know not not well partly because i worked there because it would also be neat to be <laughs> like oh i i had a very very small part in making this that's kind of cool uh yeah. so so that's the watch and for that price what, what kind of movement is going to be in it i mean I forget off. I think Victor was saying in the chat room. Was uh, it a I, seagull or something? I, I, I gotta imagine it's something. It, it have to be something like that. Like uh, you know, yeah. you you can't get anything much more fancy than that. I I, I don't know offhand, uh, but yeah, it, it it would probably be something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and and is it gonna say Cholex on the dial or? What's... I don't think it's gonna say. Ch I would vote against having it switch. Yeah, if I have any vote, gonna come after you. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we need to to fight Rolex. I don't. I don't like fighting people. Actually, I just want to <laughs> kind of ease through the day if at all possible. Uh, so yeah, I I don't think there'll be Cholex on on the case. Uh, but we'll we'll see. Again, nothing has been quite set in stone yet. Yeah. Well, How long I mean, has this I, design process been in place? Sorry, yeah. if I missed. Uh, not super long. Uh, not even the beginning a of the voting year. component of this, right? Where like yeah, people yeah. Vote if it's a panda or, or reverse panda. Yes, or... yeah. It is still. It, it's been a few months. Uh, uh, maybe six months. Maybe not quite six months. Uh, a, a few months. It hasn't been a year. It's it's been okay. in the month stage. So it's like, yeah. And you know, again, this is also you know our time in the site. This is not none of ours guy none of our full-time jobs you know we you know we don't make john has famously said he, the site doesn't make him any money it loses him money uh you know there are reasons for that it's it, it, you know he's doing john in particular does like a million and one things every day uh you know, he's got kids and so he, he doesn't really have the time to to turn it into like the singular focus okay i need this thing to to really say it's fun for it. it's it's a fun he gets to write about what you know and i i know we've explained it in previous uh episodes of the podcast where it's you know john's an established guy the site has been around for almost 20 years you know we can yeah. we can call up or email more more specifically pretty much any brand and be like hey can we take a look on this watch uh on loan and you sign the paperwork and they send you the watch and then and you look at it take pictures you write about it uh that usually lasts about a month and then you send it back and that's that's kind of cool to be able to do that and i had yeah. uh the the first caliber 400 oris uh i wanted i think it was fall 2020 maybe i don't know whatever whatever the the oh, wow. the, the 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 first caliber 400 oris diver that they had uh, I had that on loan for about a month, and it was like this. This is clearly the most expensive thing I've ever had on my wrist. Uh, yeah, that was for yeah. sure. And so, you know, I, I, you know, I've looked at a couple of watch. You know, some of that is just kind of like, now I'm dealing with paperwork. Now I go to the UPS store. I got to ship this thing back. It's like I, I deal with that, or I dealt with that a lot. You know, uh, we don't do that a yeah. lot at Consumer Reports, but it's like I've worked at other sites like TechCrunch and Vice, where it's like you're getting product in, you got to catalog it, you got to send it back. It's kind of you know 
I don't want to say woe is me, uh, but it's, yeah. it's, it's a slight <laughs> hassle to kind of like be in and out of the UPS store and stuff. Yeah. I mean, one thing I got to say about our time and, and wristwatch review is that I, I feel like it's kind of an unvarnished opinion that I don't feel like you guys are conflicted or potentially conflicted like other people because they also sell watches and they need to maintain yes. some kind of relationship. Uh, and that's yeah. kind of why I have, you know, kind of put you guys a bit separate because I feel like I can get more of an unfiltered, honest kind of take on something without. Yeah, it it feels yeah. like, you know, there's like an authorized biography of someone and then there's the unauthorized biography. It's still, it's still a credible book, but it didn't have the cooperation necessarily of the subject uh, for whatever reason. That's kind of... Yeah. Uh, we're, we're kind of like that and that, yeah, we're, we're not awesome. We're not writing about Oris and then trying to sell you an Oris. That's kind of, that's, you know, again, John is a, a I, me too. We're, we're trained journalists. That's kind of a weird thing. You know, do kids today care about that thing? I, I kind of, I don't think they do actually, but like we yeah. care about it. It would be weird if like the New York times was writing about, I don't know, whatever. Uh, and then on the next page, they're trying to sell you that that those Nike shoes. That would be kind of strange. Strange, yeah. Uh, so we we definitely have that uh, we have that barrier uh, almost by default. But yeah, I I know John doesn't want to mess with that type of stuff, and so we we gives us a little bit of freedom to uh, you know to express opinion. And we're not going to go. You know, John and I we've been in online media for again, let's call it twenty years. Uh, he he for sure twenty years. Me for about fifteen. It's like. You don't, it doesn't really make sense just to hate on something for the sake of it and, and try to like trash something because, oh, let's trash the iPhone today. Let's trash the Oris Propel. Like nobody wants to read that. Uh, so we don't yeah. go out of our way to like hate on stuff. But like if, if there's like a weird thing, we're going to say, yeah, this is kind of weird. I don't know. Uh, good <laughs> luck to you. Uh, if people buy it, that's great. But uh, yeah. not for me. Yeah. And, and I think, I think it shows. And I think, you know, some, People with the discerning eye, which I, I don't want to pat myself too much in the back, you know, appreciate that, that you guys can kind of take a, a different stance than a lot of the other, you know, people on the internet. So it's, yeah. it's not forgotten. I, I just, I, I know it's not as lucrative as being able to sell, you know, the watches and have your own store and everything. Yeah. And that's cool too. I'm, you know, I'm yeah. not even necessarily hating on, you know, those guys are running a, you know, Hodinkee is a great business. Uh, Warner, you know, they, they, you know, they they make very nice livings, I assume, off that type. And that's great. You know, I don't yeah, care about yeah. my other, to be honest. Uh, but John doesn't want to play that game. And that's that's fine I by me. That. Uh, and yeah. And, you know, the other thing, he, he, he's he been into this for basically his whole life, uh, certainly his whole adult life. He has the credibility of of knowing this field uh, like the back of his hand. And so he's not just some, like, guy who's like, oh, I you know, uh, you know, I saw an AP on my Instagram feed. And now all of a sudden I'm a watch expert. Uh, you know, that's not John. He's been around for a while. He knows this stuff. Uh, and I, you know, as someone who's his, his one-time employee, you know, direct reports and, and his, <laughs> his full-time friend, I suppose, uh, I appreciate his knowledge and like his kind of like understanding of this kind of silly hobby. Yeah, it is a kind of silly hobby, but we can't help ourselves, you know? No. It no. is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nick, I just really want to thank you for jumping on. It was great to finally meet you i feel like uh yeah thank to you the podcast and listening to to you guys for a while now so it's awesome to finally connect and uh, yeah thanks yeah uh, it was a great friendly like casual discussion i enjoyed the uh the fun that we added to it yeah no know? i i appreciate the invitation uh like i said it it is 
Uh, it's it's neat that you guys are into the show. Uh, you know, we have you know we don't have a million listeners. Uh, we have enough for the amount of effort that we put into it, which is to record it, uh, we edit it, and we publish it. You know, we were not spending yeah. a ton of money advertising. We're not trying to like. Uh, you know, conquer the world. It is basically a conversation between three friends talking about this week's watch news. That's basically yeah, it. That's uh, basically and so it. it's, uh, you know, uh, long may it continue, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And where else can people catch your work? I, I know you write for Consumer Reports as well. Yes. Yeah, uh, That that's my full-time job. Uh, I'm a, technically a senior reporter at Consumer Reports. I mostly cover tech stuff, uh, laptops, routers, uh, you know, that type of stuff. Uh, so that's where you can see most of my stuff. Uh, if you want to see annoying soccer tweets, you could follow me on Twitter uh, <laughs> uh, at Nicholas A. DeLeon. It is it is almost ninety nine percent soccer tweets or and like one percent jokes. So, I would follow so, you, but I don't go on Twitter as much at all. I mean, you sh- yeah. But it's I mean, not we can great. talk soccer on the side. I doom scroll. That's all I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of dupes. Yeah, it, it, it is an interesting site. You know, it's I feel like it was better when it was just people like, oh, this is what I'm having for breakfast today. Now it is just like the this is fine meme with the dog in a fiery room. That's every yeah, day on yeah. Twitter nowadays. It's every day. <laughs> yeah. The is there a soccer uh, league that you are, are passionately following about? Uh, I'm a fan of the team Barcelona. Uh, after college, I went to Barcelona for three months. Uh, I was at TechCrunch at the time, and we could be remote. You know, this is this is 2008, so a little while ago. Uh, so yeah. I'm a big fan of Team Barcelona. Uh, but I, I, you know, as I've gotten older and you become less like extreme about like, you know, a decade ago, if Barcelona lost a big game, I would not sleep that night. I would just, I would be up all night tossing and turning, analyzing why did he do this? Why did they do that? Why did they coach? Like that level of, of ridiculousness. Uh, nowadays, I'm like, eh. I'll watch it. If they win, that's great. If they don't, that's fine too. I'll I, move on. With my yeah, life. I'll do something else today. I'll ride my bike. I'll, I'll, you know, there are many other things I could do than like not sleep over my team not winning the game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so yeah. If you were that fanatical, like the past season, like the first half of the past season. Oh uh, yeah. This you were not have slept at all. No, they stink, and it, that's interesting too. It's like you get to see. I uh, my my the first sport I got into as a kid was baseball, and I was always a Mets fan. And the Mets were oh basically always terrible, uh, and so you're just kind of used to like like winning. Is this team doesn't win? That doesn't they don't win. The Yankees win, and the Yankee and yeah. I hate the Yankees type of thing. So it's like, uh, yeah, this this past season would have been a very difficult season to be a Barcelona fan if you were like so so uh, engaged as a as i was about a decade ago nick you're not a jets fan too are you that is uh, that is a no 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 duo, i yeah. i don't know much about football i know it exists uh that is my knowledge of the national football Good. League. okay avoid the jets <laughs> gotcha <laughs> well thank you again for joining uh our podcast we'd love to have you on again uh, especially if there's a hot new seiko release because i know yeah Sands sure. will roll his eyes but we'd love to oh have man him, so you know yeah what uh, uh you guys know where to find me uh thank you again for inviting me and uh yeah thank you thank you again 